Hello, everyone, and good morning, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Twin Sons podcast, where we talk about anything and everything Star Wars. Uh, thank you all so much for, for joining us. This is our seventh episode. We're really kind of moving with this. Um, and uh, we didn't do a podcast last week. Uh, I was still recovering from traveling to see family over the holidays. Um, but I do wish everyone a happy holiday season and a happy life day. Um, so I really hope everyone's doing well and that, you know, your days will be merry and bright. Um, but we have a good amount to talk about today. Uh, and I kind of just want to just jump right into it. You know, there's a few little things uh, that we'll talk about, you know, just in passing. Um but the big thing that I want to talk about is the Mandalorian season finale. Like, I mean, you know, we talked about it kind of a little bit, but wow, was that, that was truly amazing. Uh, uh, be unbiased as possible, uh, you know, but we'll see. Uh, yes, this is what I look like. <laughs> um I don't know what you thought I would look like, but I thought I looked a little something different. Uh, you may wonder who I'm talking to. I am talking to our Twitch chat, as this is streamed live on Twitch uh, on every single time we do this podcast. It is then uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts 24 hours later, and then onto YouTube 48 laters after it is streamed live. So definitely go check those out. Uh, if you see this on YouTube, check out all the links in the description, and it'll all be there. Um, first and foremost, if you have not seen Jeremy Worst, you must go see this man. Uh, he is absolutely amazing, and he does some really, uh, interesting Star Wars art, to say the least. Um, you know, it's definitely something every Star Wars fan I feel like should have. So, if you haven't seen his work on his Star Wars paintings that he does, definitely uh, go give those a look. Um, but, again, happy Life Day to everyone. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Life Day is essentially Star Wars' equivalent to Christmas. Uh, and I'm going to kind of see if I can... Break to get a actual breakdown. So, if you were to actually get the perfect definition of what Life Day is, is Life Day is a holiday of Wookiee tradition that celebrates family, joy, and harmony. Values and tenets of Wookiee culture traditionally held at the Tree of Life on the forested Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk. Celebrations were held by people across the stars after the dark times and of the Galactic Empire, making the Wookiee holiday their own. People mark that day as with festive decor, lights, feasts, music, where sentience were reminded of compassion and the promise of the tree of life. So truly, it is a day of happiness and, uh, you know, prosper for everyone. It's not just for a small group of people, but it is for everyone. So again, happy Life Day to everyone. I hope you had a great one. Uh, and, you know, we're looking forward to the next year. Um, one other thing that is actually very sad is, uh, the actor who played, uh, Boba Fett in the original trilogy passed away this month, uh, in between 
our last podcast in this one. He was uh, a great actor, and he devoted a lot of his time to Star Wars and created or helped create one of the most iconic characters in all of Star Wars. So thank you to your contribution and, you know, may the force be with you and live on through your spirit, you know. So thank you for everything that you have done for us uh, in creating this awesome character. Um, in other news, I uh, recently, personally, just found out that Tamaya Morrison, who is the actor who was originally Jango Fett in the prequel trilogy, uh, who is now playing Boba Fett in The Mandalorian, uh, has some albums out uh specifically he has this really nice playlist i think it's called uh tem which would obviously be short for Tamaya morrison uh and it's <laughs> it's really amazing you know he has this uh i think it's maori is his cultural background and you can kind of hear that in his uh you know his, his songs uh not to sound too uneducated uh by saying this but it does have kind of like this island feel you know if you were to say that maori songs have kind of an island feel to it i wouldn't say reggae um, but if those, you know, who know what it would be classified as, definitely drop that down uh, in the chat or in the video comments when this goes up on YouTube. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, he does, uh, I think he has one or two original songs, but he does these great covers. Um, so, actually, you know what, I want to see if, uh, I hope that we don't get copyrighted here. But let's see if we can uh, pull up a little bit of one of his songs. I mean, just, you know, he his music is actually amazing. Uh, let me see here. If we can pull this up. Hopefully it will play. Let's just, uh, let's play this one. Hopefully... Wise men say only fools rush in. I had to turn it down a little bit. I felt like it was a little loud. But I can't help falling in love with you. Yeah, truly. That's pretty amazing, huh? Uh, but, I mean, you know, his his music is great, you know. He has this great, very deep voice, um, and he just really resonates, uh, and that's a lot of what his songs are. But he also has, uh, you know, some classical songs on there, like Midnight Special, which was uh, a song by, oh, gosh, uh, he did Run Run Rudolph, um, Chuck Norris, not Chuck Norris, Chuck Berry, I think it is. If I'm, if I'm correct, I I believe it's, um, is it is it him? I believe it is. It's I believe it's. Oh gosh, dude, I feel so bad for not knowing this, and I feel like I should. But anyway, he does a cover of it, and he does a great job. He truly does do a great job. Um, but so if you haven't listened to that, you should go and listen to that for sure. Uh, and think doing things for sure if you haven't done. Uh, if you haven't seen the Christmas special for Star Wars, the Lego Christmas special on Disney+, Plus, you should definitely be going and watching that. Now, there was an original uh, holiday special 
that the original cast of Star Wars uh, did, and it wasn't very well received. Um, but, you know, this I thought this was really great. You know, you have to get past the fact that they're Legos uh, and that the voice actors aren't the same as the people that actually played the characters in the movies. Then if you can get past that, it's, you know, truly great. Uh, so, you know... Otherwise, it's really it, it was truly phenomenal. It's got a great story, and the thing that's interesting is this is not canon yet, as far as I know. Uh, just like the original was kind of like a head canon, so it was sort of canon, but it wasn't entirely canon. Um, but so we're, I'm still waiting to see if this is canon. If it's canon, then that could really open a lot of possibilities for Star Wars in the future and where its path is going to go. So if you haven't seen that, I don't want to spoil it. So definitely go and watch that so you kind of understand it. And when you watch it, you'll you'll really kind of recognize what I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, so kind of going back to what I wanted to really talk about was, you know, the Mandalorian season finale uh, and then kind of where we're going to go f with the Mandalorian from there. Um, hopefully at this point you will have seen that. So if you have not seen that episode, I highly suggest clicking off of this right now because uh, we're going to be talking about it and spoilers and things like that uh if you're okay with that totally just keep listening uh if you would like to kind of keep up to date uh there's a little series that i'm doing on youtube called this week in star wars those videos range literally from two to five minutes it's supposed to be very quick you know information literally the minimum uh, amount of information that you need to know to keep up to date with Star Wars, which we do talk about the Mandalorian on there. So go check that out on YouTube uh, at Delta Dark Frost. But getting into this, uh, the first thing that's important is is really the ending of the episode when we see Luke. Right now, what this means is this is opening up a whole new conversation of, or it's almost re opening a conversation of, well, what did Luke do between episode six and episode seven, right? Like, we, we don't know. And what's really, truly great to see is it's like you're seeing Grandmaster Luke, you know, in in Return of the Jedi, Luke is really just a Jedi Knight, right? Now, obviously, those movies were created in a different time, or if you compare them to, let's say, the, uh, the prequels, even the sequels to a degree, but really the prequels, you know, the fighting is more intense now. They obviously are supposed to be, you know, uh, more intense fights. But they had more people involved with it, I think, to make it look that way. And they've also had time to develop all these fighting styles and blah, blah, blah. For the original trilogy, it was just, you know, uh, uh, an evil villain having this saber duel with the good guy. So, you know, there wasn't really too much to it. Now, when we see this, we, we see... Luke in the Mandalorian. This is, I think, the this is the closest we're gonna get to a Grand Master, or at least Master Skywalker. You know, uh, ripped to Anakin. His son made the rank of Master, but not him. <laughs> um, but you know, you see him. You know, with the way that he's handling his saber, the strokes. You can still see that he's using his original form that he tried to uh, adapt and use. But it's more skilled, it's more fluid, you know, it's it's got this new energy and flow to it that we didn't see in episode six. So he's had a lot of time to train. Obviously, it's like nine years. So when he comes in and he's, you know, hacking through these dark troopers like butter, you know, you can see that he's been training. So, you know, that is, you know, to Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau 
and I can't remember the gentleman who directed that episode, but they handled Luke masterfully. That's the way that they should have handled Luke in the uh, sequel trilogy. If they had handled him that way, I think there would have been a lot less problems with uh, Star Wars up until The Mandalorian. They would have had less problems. But, you know, seeing him again was... It was very emotional, you know, like, I mean, you think about it, you know, as, as a kid growing up, uh, the prequel movies came out when I was a child, when I was a baby, so really, I grew up with both of the original, I mean, the original and prequel trilogies, so I got to see them all at one time, it wasn't like I watched them as they came out, you know, I was five years old when the, uh, Return of the, or Revenge of the Sith came out, so it's not like, if I saw it in theaters, I would never have remembered it, uh, but I remember watching those movies as a kid, even now I go, this is, you know, this is the kind of person I want to be, you know, you have this, this boy who didn't have a father figure, um, and he just kind of persevered, and he went from this farm boy to this wise, you know, warrior who didn't let the darkness control him, and, he just said, I'm going to do what's right, and I'm going to redeem my father instead of striking him down and giving in. You know, he did the, the bigger, you know, the harder the harder decision, uh, which was letting everything go at the cost of bringing his father back to the light. And, you know, that level of respect and... Uh, I don't want to say, you know, adult being an adult, or I don't really know what the type of verbiage I would use for that. Um, but just the level of integrity that Luke carried on his shoulders really set an example for a lot of people, you know? So seeing that really made me go, okay, this is, this is the kind of person I want to be, you know? He's really a role model. And then also, you know, just the fact that, you know, he's just really amazing, he's badass and everything, you know, and then seeing him again, just coming in and absolutely demolishing these dark troopers like it's nothing. I mean, Din had a hard time fighting the one dark trooper, and Luke just comes in and has zero problems with that whole legion of dark troopers, you know, 30 or 40 dark troopers, um... You know, so I don't know. I don't want, I feel like I'm rambling, but you know, it's just, I don't know. It's very, it's very emotional and powerful to see him come back in such a positive way. Like they truly did him justice um, compared to The Last Jedi, which, uh, you know, I, I hate on the movie. A lot of people do hate on that movie. Uh, and I don't want to keep hating on it because I feel as though, you know, just if we keep hating on it, nothing positive is going to come from it. You know what I'm saying? So I would I would highly encourage people to stop being so negative to those movies because they weren't entirely bad. I feel as though they just let us down with how they handled certain characters, you know. Uh, one thing that doesn't make sense to me uh, is Bo-Katan not taking the Darksaber from Din. Now, here's what I don't understand. Now, I recently finished watching Rebels... Uh, the the animated series, which was great. Truly, it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, and in that series, 
uh, Sabine finds the dark saber and picks it up. So she didn't fight anyone in combat. She just took it, right? Now, you know, she meets Bo-Katan and she ends up handing her the dark saber saying, you should take this to rule Mandalore, right? And of course, at first she's like, no, I don't want to do it. But by the end, you know, she's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And she takes it from her. She says, I accept this, you know, I don't remember the exact words, but, you know, she essentially said, I accept this and I accept the responsibility that comes with it to be the leader of Mandalore. Now, why can't she just take it? Like, it's not like Bo-Katan knew that, uh, you know, Sabine hadn't fought anyone. But at the same time, you know, even if Sabine did just find that lightsaber... You know, that doesn't mean that she beat the previous person. So technically, if we're talking in ownership of who owns the Darksaber, whoever last had the Darksaber that fought someone, it is their lightsaber. So it belongs to them. So the fact that, you know, Din fought Moth Gideon and beat him in, in combat, you know, and then bested him and took the Darksaber doesn't really mean anything to me. Now, there could be some things that, you know, I'm missing or whatever, but, like, I feel like there's just, it just doesn't make sense, you know? There's no reason, if we're going in previous history, why she can't take that lightsaber since she took it from Sabine, who didn't best anyone for it. So it would still belong to someone else. So that's the kind of history that I don't entirely know about, but, you know, I'd love to... I'd love to hear more about that. If, if someone has any information on that, definitely please uh, comment and, you know, let me know and all the, that great stuff. Uh, but I don't know. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, kind of going on from there, like, you know, going back to Luke, you know, they use CG uh, over top of a face. Like how they did with Princess Leia and uh, Governor Tarkin in Rogue One right now I didn't mind that it didn't you know pull me away from the movie now obviously I noticed it and I was like oh wow you know that that you can tell the CG or whatever but I wasn't like just totally distracted by it I was still involved with the movie uh so it doesn't bother me that much but however I w- if I had to choose between CG and an actor you know a lookalike I would choose the lookalike and you know fans have been saying it which I feel like this is a definitely, this is a definitely, this is a uh, possibility. It's a definite possibility that this could happen. Um, Fans have been saying for Sebastian Stan to become Luke Skywalker. Now, I think that would be great uh, because I I don't see a reason why they can't do that since, first of all, you know, there's been photos that people have done that show Sebastian Stan and Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, and kind of matching them together, show how similar they are. Uh, you know, kind of going from there, Mark Hamill retweeted a photo of that in in support of it. And then on top of it, when Sebastian Stan was asked about this, I'm not, you know, quoting him word for word, but essentially he said, you know, if someone at Disney wants to message him about being Luke Skywalker, he would be more than happy. He'd be even excited to take on that role. So... Mark Hamill is in support of it. So our original character, who openly spoke out about his role in uh, The Last Jedi, 
and how he was kind of, you know, let down with how his character was handled, is openly supporting Sebastian Stan becoming Luke Skywalker. It's a no-brainer. And what's amazing is I feel like Disney is now realizing through this series, The Mandalorian, that not only is Dave Filoni, you know, got his stuff together, he's basically George Lucas's prodigy child, uh, but John Favreau as well can make this happen. You know, they they are very much so in tune with what fans want and understand the history. I feel as though, yes, Kathleen Kennedy, yes, I'm going to bring this up, has been a part of Star Wars for a while, a long time before it was owned by Disney. I don't think she's as involved, actively involved in the universe and understanding it as much as these these people are. You know, they're very devoted to this series. Uh, so having said that, you know, uh, I feel as though John Favreau and Dave Filoni can make this happen. So I feel like the things that need to happen is, one, this needs to be spread throughout the fandom that this is what the fans want. So hopefully they can get that going. Uh, and if they do that, I feel like Disney could pay attention to that. And if they're smart, right, obviously now, if they are, I think that they will say, okay, this seems to be what fans want. Maybe we should listen to them and potentially, you know, indulge this. So, I feel as though it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a guaranteed or even very possible. I want to say it's halfway possible, if that, uh, for them to say and give this a green light. Um, because I feel like they're not entirely listening to fans, but they are listening more to fans, which is great, obviously, uh, which is what they need to be doing and kind of going with that. But they definitely have been doing a much better job of doing fan services, which is what I think John Favreau is great for it, and Dave Filoni is great for just listening to fans and also doing fan services as well. Um, so hopefully that will happen, um, but 100% Kathleen Kennedy has to have no involvement. I feel like everyone is on board with that, that Kathleen Kennedy has to have no involvement in this project um, going forward. If she wants to have her own project for Star Wars that's brand new and fresh, I think she's more than welcome to do that, and I think everyone should support that. Uh, but this kind of, you know, it's already established. I don't think that she should put her hands in the pot and kind of, you know, do her own thing with it. Uh, but, you know, I feel like if Dave makes this pitch to Disney, he can make this happen. Um... But I feel like he's he might be the only person that can make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, I mean, who, you know, who knows, obviously. Um, but, I don't know. There isn't, there isn't a crazy amount that I wanted to talk about today uh, when it came to this. I do want to say that we do have kind of some plans for some of the next few episodes. There is a big uh, project that I want to do. Uh, talking about and breaking down, and we'll do an episode per episode, I guess you could say, 
on this. So, you know, I want to take a, a, an episode to talk about The Phantom Menace, uh, you know, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, so on and so forth. And it's essentially going to cover everything from behind the scenes to what happened on set uh, to the actual movie itself to the lore of the movie uh, and literally encompassing everything to kind of educate everyone on that. So hopefully, you know, uh, that's something that we can do. They're going to be a little bit longer episodes, I'm hoping. Uh, so, you know, we can kind of keep your eyes out for that. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I want to cover uh, as well as like things like, you know, uh, a, an interesting conversation of is the force hereditary, you know, as in force users, uh, because it's a conversation that a lot of people have, whether it is or it isn't. Uh, I obviously have my own opinions and what I think is fact. So definitely I want to talk about that. Uh, but those are like certain things that we can see on future episodes. Um, and I would love to see, you know, some support for it. Uh, you know, just kind of pushing out the content to other people. So definitely share it around, uh, you know, and, and leave some comments on things that you want to see. Obviously, you know, the more people want to see, the more, you know, things that I may go, oh, you know, actually, I don't know about this. And then I get to do some research and learn some more. You get to learn some more through me talking about it. So it's really kind of a win-win here. You know what I'm saying? So, but I hope that everyone has had a great life day, uh, as well as the turn of the new year, because uh, it is 2021 now. So I am seriously looking forward to continuing this podcast on into 2021. Uh, just a reminder that we are up on Apple Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Spotify uh, as the Twin Sons. Uh, we have our Etsy shop online at the Delinquents Co. Shop. We have some awesome things up there: some hats, shirts, uh, some hoodies. Hopefully, coming soon. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for those. But otherwise, that is pretty much going to wrap it up for us today. So thank you all for watching. Please let me know what you would love to hear and talk about. I'd love to do some research on it and, and educate everyone as well as myself on those topics. But other than that, thank you so much and may the force be with you.